Can you remember a time when you thought someone you disagreed with might actually be right? In the new podcast, You Might Be Right, former Tennessee governors Bill Haslam and Phil Bredesen pose that question to guests like Paul Ryan, Al Gore, and Judy Woodruff. Come for the stories, stay for the substance and expert insights into some of the most challenging issues facing the country, including affordable housing, crime, and education. Listen to You Might Be Right, a new podcast from the Baker School at the University of Tennessee, available wherever you get your podcasts. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love, all at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Scumbags! Rage! Sports Rage with Gabe Morenci. Rage all you want. Let's roll. This is Sports Rage. I am Gabe Morenci. The pimps, the players, the hustlers, the people that bust them and everybody else in between throwing it down the Thursday night throwdown has begun as we pick up the pieces of following one of the worst not just football games in the history of the National Football League but one of the worst sporting events to ever take place in the history of mankind is there a virus out there that I don't know about I know about COVID there's somewhat monkeypox or something like that is there another virus that's making NFL coaches stupid they were already stupid I honestly do not know how Nate Hackett finds the freaking stadium. How does this guy even get to the stadium? Does he have a driver? There's no way that this guy is smart enough to remember the directions to get to the stadium. And speaking of this stadium, speaking of this stadium, short of burning the stadium down and having sex with the owner's wife in front of him in the booth, what more can you do to get fired? Like, I don't, honestly, at this point, Nate, if I'm Nate Hackett, I'm just getting a freaking gun. I'm walking in to the money room where there's like $22 million right now from poor bastards that bought Broncos gear, and I'm stealing the money. I'm stealing the money. Why not? Russell Wilson's stealing $250 million. If I'm Nate Hackett, and, and, and you know what? His father, Paul, who was a crap-ass coach, too. His father, Paul, will say, oh, no, 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 Nate, you can't go rob. Don't go rob the, uh, the, the, the money room right now and steal $22 million from them. I'd say, Dad, they haven't fired me yet. Why are they going to fire me now? Having sex with the owner's wife in front of them, they haven't fired me. You didn't see, you didn't see I threw the ball when we could have iced the game, Dad. We need an investigation. We need an investigation. Because i got to tell you something. Either, Nate Hackett, you're so stupid, you should be locked up because you're a menace to society. I'm going to have a heart attack here. Or, or you're throwing games because nobody can be this stupid. And Russ, Russ, somehow you managed to take an offense that had Drew Locke as his quarterback and made it look good. Where the hell is Tim Tebow? Bring Tim Tebow back. Didn't Tim Tebow win a playoff game? I got to tell you something. I noticed on the back of their helmets tonight. It says, choose love, stop hate. Yeah, I'd like to choose love and stop hate if you didn't play so crap. It's hard to choose love when I'm watching crap like that. It's hard to choose love when you're screwing me over for $200,000 in a super contest. I can find a freaking chihuahua in my condo. The next dog that I see in my elevator, I can say, hey, there's a new coach of the Broncos. It'll be better than Nate Hackett. 
Third, the night throwdown has begun. This is sports rage. I am Gable Morency. The pimps, the players, the hustlers, the people that bust them, and everybody else in between. I thought I've seen it all, but no, we've seen more. It's amazing to me that Pete Carroll is connected to this somehow. That Pete Carroll somehow was the architect of the stupidest play in the history of football that cost the Seattle Seahawks a Super Bowl thrown by Russell Wilson. But don't worry, Pete. You know, you know, you're off the hook right now. Meet Nate Hackett. I wouldn't trust Nate Hackett to like shovel cat crap out of a litter box, let alone coach an NFL football team. I know about COVID. Is there a new is there a new virus called COVID in which, you know, there's a virus going around that makes NFL coaches even stupider than they are? Like, seriously, how does this guy have a job? You know, I've said it before, I don't know how this guy finds the stadium, like when he gets there. Like, to, like to, does somebody dress you in the morning, Nate Hackett? Like, how did you do this? How did you do this? I mean, the, the, the coach of the Boston Celtics is getting fired. Like, seriously, at this point, Hackett, like, you know, it's pretty clear. This guy could burn the freaking stadium down and then say, oh, it's okay, Nate. You know, we'll get him next week. We'll call the fire department. It's all right. Somebody call the fire department. Call the police department. It's hard to get fleeced when you trade for Drew freaking Locke, but they managed to do it. Russell Wilson sucks harder than his wife's music does. That was atrocious. That was the worst thing I've ever seen in my life. I've lost $22,000 on a football game before, and I'm more mad now. You stupid tools. You had the game. All you had to do was kick a field goal. Didn't even score. You just lost to a team that didn't kick. Then you just lost to a team and score a touchdown. Gonna watch the f bombs here. I told you, people. I warned you before that Nate Hackett was a moron. Guy sucked at Syracuse. He was a train wreck at Buffalo. What are the old Jacksonville Jaguar offense? How the hell did he get this job? How much weed are you smoking in Denver, anyways, to hire this clown? And can you guys trade Russell Wilson back to Seattle now? Can you do that? Let up Geno Smith under center. This is Sports Rage. Bring it. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms. And producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. You might be right. It's simple, but something you almost never hear in politics today, with each side more concerned about scoring political points than solving problems. I'm Bill Haslam, a Republican. And I'm Phil Bredesen, a Democrat. We're former Tennessee governors, and we invite you to listen to our podcast, You Might Be Right. Join us and guests like Al Gore, Paul Ryan, Judy Woodruff, as we take on important issues facing our country. Listen and subscribe to You Might Be Right, a new podcast from the Baker School at the University of Tennessee. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. You are listening to Sports Rage Late Night with Gabe Marinci. The Late Night Anger Management Class. This is Sports Rage. I am Gabe Marinci. Let's do this thing. 
Shout out to all of our AM radio affiliates, the Mightier 1090 ESPN Radio. Shout out to everybody listening in Dallas, Texas tonight. How about them Cowboys? We'll get out of the Cowboys in a couple of uh, moments. We like the Cowboys plus the points this week. And I got to tell you, like people criticize Mike McCarthy. Mike McCarthy's Vince Lombardi, all right, next to Nate Hackett. And I see that a fan is suing the Patriots, says that they ruined his Tom Brady signed flag. And, of course, uh, there's a story about how the dude that ran out of the field and got lit up the other night by Bobby Wagner is actually trying to sue now Bobby Wagner. You know, like, really? That's like jumping over the fence at the zoo and trying to sue a lion for mauling you after. There's no lawsuit, all right? But where I'm going with this is it seems like everybody's just suing everybody in, in the NFL. I think we really do have a case. Anybody that bet on the Denver Broncos or anybody that has season tickets for the Broncos or anybody that, like, just watched this football game tonight, we have a class action lawsuit. We just all watched like a um, – like, you know, like we are – we're gonna all going to have, like, PTSD from this game. I know I will. This game will forever be cemented in my mind. I was worried about these son of a bitches winning the football game by three and a half points all night. You're up by three. You get a couple of big runs. It's like, oh, my God, this is actually going to fall into place. They're going to kick a late field goal. They're going to be up 12-6. Indianapolis haven't scored a touchdown all night. They're going to need a touchdown. We're going to win. They're going to cover. We're going to win in the Super Contest, and it's going to be a great night. It was the Super Bowl all over again. But I honestly believe we have a class action lawsuit. We can sue the Denver Broncos for hiring Nate Hackett. It's gross negligence. I got to be honest. I know there's new owners here with, with, the, with the Broncos. I'm not just saying this as like some sort of shock jock. Oh, I'd fire the guy. He needs to be relieved of his duties, even if they would have won this game tonight. It's like Nate, Nate Hackett has never watched a football game before. I warned you that he was a bad coach. I told you that he had no business. You're telling me out of like 7 billion people in this world that he's one of the top 32 football minds in the world? As I stated, I know the weed is good in Denver. And hey, I want to come, uh, come visit you. But like lay off. Lay off the purple kush, man, before you make these decisions, all right? Or I don't know, like are you, you, know, are you, are you drunk? Too much Coors Light? Who the, like whoever, I'm dead serious. I'm not just saying this. Nate Hackett needs to be like as we speak right now after this, after this, whatever, this dude, this coach goes through his little uh, and there's Frank Reich. Yeah, great job tonight, coach. This game was an abomination. Denver Bronco fans walked out. Like, honestly, if I'm Nate Hackett, I'm not even kidding. If I'm Nate Hackett, I just sort of slide out the back door right now and rob the stadium. I go to the the money room. With a couple of my buddies, I steal all the money, and I tell them, don't worry, they haven't fired me yet. I can do whatever I want. Forget about George Costanza wiping his mouth with Babe Ruth's jersey or driving around the stadium with the World Series championship trophy. Like, like honestly, like if Nate Hackett, like, accidentally set a fire tonight, I don't know if they'd fire him at this point. Like, so the fans are walking out. Uh, uh, here he is. Here he is right now. Like, normally I would say that you wouldn't be able to, like, just take a drunk dude out of the stands. You know, fans say, oh, I would do a better job. No, you wouldn't. Yes, you would. Yes, you would. Like, it's almost impossible. As I stated, as I stated, There's either one or two things. Nate Hackett is this incompetent or he's throwing the football game. And if you're Russell Wilson, wouldn't you think to yourself, you know what, I already lost a Super Bowl by doing this. Maybe I shouldn't do this. This is a miracle. We're about to win this game as it is. I have never seen, like, somebody on the the verge of victory. Like, I get the feeling if Nate Hackett won the lottery, he'd take the ticket and, you know, just say, for fun, why don't we just put a lighter under it and see what happens? How about we don't, Nate? How about we don't? I told you, this guy's fallen ass backwards his entire career. His entire career. And I said earlier, I don't want to make it personal. I apologize for saying that Russell Wilson sucks harder than his wife's music does. I don't want to make it personal, so I will apologize in advance right now. 
as well for pointing out that Paul Hackett was a crap-ass coach too. <laughs> I'm just being real. Uh, Paul Hackett, head coach of the USC Trojans, fired after going 18 and 19, replaced by Pete Carroll, 97 and uh, 19. And now, <laughs> you know what's crazy too? At the time, people were like, "Oh man, Seattle got ripped off," and this is you know and this and that, dude. The Denver Broncos guys gave up a first-round pick this year and a second-round pick this year. A first-round pick next year, a second-round pick next year. They just gave up their their four premium picks for this. They owe $250 million. And I got to tell you, Nate Hackett is clueless, but two things can be right at the same time. Like, Like, I thought that Russ was just sort of disgruntled in Seattle. This guy, like, you know, like honestly, like this, the way that he's playing right now, this is worse than like a rookie quarterback. Like Justin Fields is better than this. There was a big play in the slant. And remember with the tight end, he threw it on the wrong side and probably would have been a touchdown. Not to mention, you see, KJ Hamler was uh, was as open as a Kardashian at an NBA after party, um, missed him on the game winning. You know, like all of this. Like, every single decision that they made was wrong. Every play that, you know, like, even on the fourth and one, or, the, you know, the fourth on the, on the end there, why wouldn't they just have Russ run for it? Why didn't he just run for it? Richard Sherman brought it up at the half. And, and Sherman even said, like, Sherman doesn't like Russell Wilson, right? So, you know, he played with him, but he doesn't like him. He thinks Russell Wilson cost him a Super Bowl. Um, But he even said, you know, kind of sarcastically, Hey, you know, you're making $250 million a year. The only thing that seems to be working is when you run. How come you're not just running more? But, you know, like guys are wide open. Like Judy down the left in the end zone in the fourth quarter was open. Not even close. Like Russ, like was no, like he's not giving his chance. You know, he's captain check down. Like between Nate Hackett, like I honestly defended Russell Wilson earlier in the year thinking uh, Nate Hackett's just that bad that Nate has a hard time actually getting the play call in on time. It's not like just on Russell Wilson here, but Russell Wilson, you know, this this is terrible. Like that was absolutely brutal. I mean, you lost to a team, you lost to a team who had over 300 yards and punt yards tonight. Like the Denver Broncos should have won this game 28-6. Like, honestly, like any one of us could have done a better job coaching the Denver Broncos tonight. I'm surprised that somebody on the defense hasn't assaulted, um, you know, everybody uh, yet on the offensive side of things. Fans were walking out. So I'm just being serious here. Like, when you have fans walking out and it's still, you know, you're going in overtime and disgust and your players are getting booed and there's, you know, there's a reason for it. Whoever made the decision to hire Nate Hackett should be fired as well. Look, your new owners, you're coming in here. I mean, what, what are they? are Walmart people? Come on. I mean, you know, it's not like Walmart's scared to fire somebody, so fire them. You know, I'll fire them for you. I'll gladly fire them. Normally, I'd be like, I don't want to fire the guy. I'll gladly fire the guy. I'll tell him, the only reason you're here is because for some reason Aaron Rodgers liked you and you've lived off your father's name and your father was a bad coach. You've got to go. All right? Nate Hackett should be the offensive coordinator at, like, um, New Mexico State. Go to New Mexico State. Stay the hell out of our lives, Nate. (laughs) This is Sports Rage. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America.
Can you remember a time when you thought someone you disagreed with might actually be right? In the new podcast, You Might Be Right, former Tennessee governors Bill Haslam and Phil Bredesen pose that question to guests like Paul Ryan, Al Gore, and Judy Woodruff. Come for the stories, stay for the substance and expert insights into some of the most challenging issues facing the country, including affordable housing, crime, and education. Listen to You Might Be Right, a new podcast from the Baker School at the University of Tennessee, available wherever you get your podcasts. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love, all at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. What, what, what we thought they were. We played them in preseason. Who the hell takes a third game in a preseason like it's bull? We played them in the third game. Everybody played three quarters. The Bears are who we thought they were. That's why we took the damn field. Now, if you want to crown them, then crown their ass. But they are who we thought they were. And we let them off the hook. Rest in peace, coach. This is sports rage. I am Gabriel Morency. Think about it. That think about this, that Jim Caldwell. Jim Caldwell went like 10 and 10 and 6 with the Lions, 9 and 7, 10 and 6. Um you know, got them to the playoffs. Actually, were the Detroit Lions were a respectable football team. They they fire him and they hire Matt. I got like loose chicken bones and pencils and lost in my mustache. Patricia, another like you know, another genius coach. It really is amazing, isn't it? Like the National Football League, like these coaches, they walk around all serious and they preach this and all. They get all mad like if somebody moves and they jump off all offside. Yet the coaches cost teams games all the time. I don't give a crap about your 73% win probability. Harbaugh should have taken the three points the other day. Like, what are we doing? Like, what the hell is wrong with you? Like, you know, it goes both ways. Like, the players should start giving it back to the coaches and saying, dude, you just cost us the game. Like, Nate, like, it, can't, it, it can't go on. I just cannot believe, like I said, so, like, look at, like, so you're telling me Jim Caldwell's not coaching in this league, but Matt Patricia got a head coaching job. Somehow, Nate Hackett. As I said, so think about this. Nate Hackett was the offensive coordinator at Syracuse, like, I don't know, 10 years ago, 15 years ago, whatever, with Doug Marone. Wasn't like they were lighting it up. Wasn't like they had some innovative offense. He's basically a son of a football coach who, you know, is now one of the boys in the football club who, no matter how bad he is. So think, he was the coordinator of the Buffalo Bills. Let me remind you about the Buffalo Bills when he was there and the Buffalo Bills when he hasn't been there. <laughs> right? Okay. All right, yeah, there's some different players along the way. They go to Jacksonville. Jacksonville had success when he was there with Doug Marone. Yeah, winning football games 9-6 because he had an awesome defense. Right? Remember their offense was like Blake Bortles, like running for a couple of yards. It was like pedestrianly, comically bad. He was the offensive coordinator. Then he's not even the OC. I told you, he wasn't the OC in Green Bay or anything. He was the quarterback's coach. Hey, he's a hackett. Let's hire him on the staff type of thing. So how somehow, how, and I don't know what the hell it is with you people in Denver, like the Denver Bronco organization. You know, you, you can't get your quarter, you can't draft, the, you can't get the quarterback right. You can't get the head coach right. You know what, you need Peyton Manning to come back again? You need, where the hell is Gary Kubiak? I'm dead serious. You know, seriously. The defense is good, but it's beyond, like, there's bad coaching, and then there's bad coaching. Like, there's bad coaching, and then there's, like, has this guy ever watched a football game before? Like, how did he, like, how did he, you know, how, how did he fool people to get this job in the first place? And as far as Russell Wilson is concerned, I don't know, like, the accuracy on the deep ball were shot, yet... Like, I just don't understand, too. And we saw that there was a burst whenever they were running the ball. So they stopped running the ball. Even Al Michaels, he said, well, I don't know if they're really going to snap the ball here on fourth down. And then they do, and then they throw it. 
And we all knew the second Russell Wilson threw the freaking ball that was going to be intercepted, right? As soon as he threw it, I just it just popped in my head. Super Bowl, Super Bowl, and then boom. And watch the highlight, too. He threw it. Dude, he threw it to like a fifth-string wide receiver. And there were three Colts there. Like, you got to eat the, you know what I mean? Even if you say, okay, we're going to run this play. Dude, you've been around long enough, Russ. You're supposedly this mega star, right? You've been around long enough to drop back and say, you know what? It's not there. I better just throw this over everyone's head like you throw every other damn pass you throw. Uh, you know, wasn't it fitting once, too, near the end of the half? Like, they, you know, they kept on getting the turnovers and they're in the red zone all the time. And he threw a pass like into the end zone and it hit the score. It hit the, uh, the, the, the play clock. And he just heard the metal bang. Right, and I was like, "Yeah, that's pretty fitting, actually." You know, it's just the the game itself was an abomination. The fact that the Colts right now are a two-two and one football team, <laughs> like this year in the National Football League, there's like basically like four good teams in this league: Philadelphia, Buffalo, Kansas City, and uh, I don't know, maybe who else? Green Bay, maybe. I think Tampa will be better as time as time goes on. Yet, it's actually criminal that Nate Hackett is a head coach. And as I stated, short of him having sex, like, you know what I mean? Like, short of him just going up to the owner's box now after the game and say, yeah, yeah, whatever, and just start making out with the owner's wife and, you know what I mean, just start doing it on the table in front of them. I don't know what it could take to get fired. Like, your patrons walked out of the stadium. I've never seen that before. Denver, that Bronco fans are like rabid, passionate fans. They walked out of the stadium when the game went to overtime at 9-9. Like they knew they were going to lose. Like it's almost like, like seriously, like for his own, for his own good, Nate Hackett needs to be let go. Like I almost get the feeling he's thinking, you know what I mean? That in his head, he's thinking I shouldn't be here. I'm in over my head. Maybe if I do this, they'll fire me. Like, I honestly do not know, like, what more he could do to get fired. And it's honestly very, very sort of, it's sad to see. And Tom Brady said it himself earlier today. We'll talk to Russ Baxter about this when uh, Bax Football Guru joins us. So, yeah, Bax Football Guru is going to join us. We've got Jason B. Tackett. We'll get into some baseball. Baseball playoffs are starting in in, in the morning on the West Coast, uh, afternoon East Coast. Baseball all day. Actually, we should start talking about baseball. It'll make my make me feel better. I just can't. I, you know, it's one of these deals where I, I, I this hasn't happened to me in a long time. I've been doing this show for 21 years. I've come on after bad beats and games and losses, and I've come on after my favorite team is lost in the championship and the playoffs. Look, I was on when the Bills when they lost to the Chiefs last year. But this was actually sort of like different in which I'm like sort of just rattled and speechless. Not to mention, look, I ended up with like $1,000 on the Broncos on the money line uh, tonight. But it was the super contest pick that was bothering me. So the game all night, it was bothering me that they were winning by three. Right? And I'm like, I can't believe this. They're going to end up winning by three. And then late, it was like a gift from the football gods. Melvin Gordon pops a big 17-yard run, and boom, Boone pops a run. Next thing you know, you jackass clowns are in field goal range. All you have to do, and, and, and another thing is, too, the Colts were out of timeouts, guys. The Colts were out of timeouts. As I stated, if, if that jackass fan that ran on the field can sue Bobby Wagner for Bobby Wagner lighting him up on the field, we can sue Nate Hackett and, and the Denver Broncos for a class-action lawsuit for uh, for for duress, <laughs> anybody to watch this game? Hey, at least it went under. We we won that bet. I just looked at my account. Actually, I don't know how I didn't lose money on this game. Really, I, I won a bunch of props tonight, but I'm still like just disgusted. But part of me is happy they lost. You know what I mean? They deserve to lose. You know what I mean? Like when you bet on a team and you know they're not going to cover, it's very selfish of the gambler. But let's just we're selfish people, and it's true. 
Like, you know, how many times, Matthias, have you bet on a team and you, you need them to cover and they're not going to cover and you're like, God, I just hope you lose after all this. Like when they screw you, like, you know, especially like when they couldn't oh, cover. Yeah. I was like, I thought to Paul, I was like, when they did that, Matthias, I knew right away. It's like, did, did Hackett ever think that, you know what, if this doesn't work, all they need is a field goal? And, oh, yeah, by the way, we're in Denver where people can make, like, 65-yard field goals blindfolded. This idiot in week one went for the 64-yarder. Remember, for the win in Seattle. And now he doesn't think, you know what, if we don't, if, you know, Indy's going to just complete a couple of passes and they're going to be in field goal range. Did he ever think of that? I got to hear this clown's comments after what he said. Normally I hear these coaches after. I didn't hear what he said. I'm disgusted. Sweating. Heart palpitations. Like, seriously, all things I should call an attorney. I'm surprised right. Matt Ryan intimidated Nate Hackett, actually. Like, did Nate Hackett actually think that Matt Ryan would drive down the field and lead a, you know, a scoring touchdown drive? He hasn't done it all night. <laughs> you know, take the points, play some defense, and make him lose it, make him go for and out and win the game. Buddy... Buddy Ryan would be a better quarterback than Matt Ryan. And Buddy Ryan's been dead for 10, 15 years, all right? Um, at this point, like, that was that was harsh. Like, the, like, to lose to the Indianapolis Colts tonight. Like, you know what? So you sacked them six times. They punted seven times. <laughs> um, the, you know, the interceptions. You had the ball numerous times. Like, they just gifted you. Like, there was no way that the Denver Broncos should have lost that football game tonight. It's funny too because since we've been on, we've been, we're on, on on after every primetime game. Look, we're on on Sunday nights. If you're just in case you're tuning into the show for the first time, uh, on all these AM radio stations, uh, we're on every Sunday night after the game at midnight Eastern. After the games, we're on Thursday nights and we're on uh, Monday nights. So we come on after every primetime game. The only primetime game we didn't come on after was the Buffalo Bills and the LA Ram game because I was at the game. All right, um, and think about it. The two biggest, are you effing kidding me? Like, the two worst coaching decisions of the year was Nate Hackett in week one and Nate Hackett in week five. He couldn't hack it in week one, and he can't hack it in week five. Give the division to the Chiefs. Russ Baxter joins us next. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms. And producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Is America's primary system working? Is the Electoral College still the best process for electing a president? Could a third-party candidate ever be successful? In a new season of You Might Be Right, former Tennessee governors Bill Haslam and Phil Bredesen gather the country's top experts to explore these issues and more as we approach the 2024 presidential election. Listen to You Might Be Right, a new podcast from the Baker School at the University of Tennessee, available now wherever you get your podcasts. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. The 
late night anger management class continues. This is Sports Rage. I am Gable Morenzi, Sirius XM Channel 159. Shout out to all of our AM radio affiliates. The mightier 1090 ESPN radio. What's up, SoCal? The 50,000-watt juggernaut. Let's get Baxed. Baxed football guru. Russ Baxter steps up and in to join us as week five has begun. We ended week four with 15 teams with a 2-2 two and two record. There's a lot of stuff to break down with the one and only Russ Baxter. Russ, it's always a pleasure, my man. How you doing? I'm doing okay. I'm trying to figure out this weird start to the season where it seems like, with very, very few exceptions, Gabe, NFL offenses can't get out of their own way. So let me ask you, Tom Brady was asked about the parity in the National Football League with so many teams currently with 2-2 two and two records. Uh, the great one responded, I think there's a lot of bad football from what I watch. I watch a lot of bad football. Poor quality of football. That's what I see. What are your thoughts on Tom Brady? And when Tom Brady speaks about football, people listen. Yes, he is the Merrill Lynch of the NFL. Um, and I can't disagree with him. Uh, sloppy play, a lot of turnovers. Um, you know, I'm watching the Rams who can't get out of their, you know, I just repeat myself, who can't get out of their own way offensively. Okay. Um, the Rams have more turnovers this year, Gabe, than they do offensive touchdowns four weeks into the season. This team doesn't resemble anything like the team that got hot in the postseason last year. It's a four-game comparison either way. Um, turnovers are up from this time a year ago. Scoring is down from this time a year ago. Uh, four weeks into last season, Gabe, we saw a team score 30 points 36 times. Four weeks into this season, 19 times? It's amazing, isn't it? And it seems as if though that coaches are just happy to get the win, even though their teams have problems. And, and you know, the, the, the standings really haven't taken shape yet, Russ, right? And I guess, you know, the Bill Parcells, I was thinking about Bill Parcells and the famous quote, you are what your record says you are. Now, that was at the midway point of the season. So here we are after four games, and I kind of think the statement is sort of true with so many teams. I don't know. You're not good, but you're not, you know, you're not terrible. You're not good. You just sort of are who you are right now. There's a lot of teams still trying to figure it out. I guess that's the best way of putting it. Yeah, it's just very mediocre. Nobody's really, I would say, I would say Philadelphia stood out uh, to me, and not just because they're 4-0, and but the way they're doing it. Um, you look at that team, and when they won the Super Bowl back in 2017, Gabe, what was the focal point of that team? It wasn't Nick Foles who came in late. It was Carson Wentz early. It was the offensive and defensive line. Yeah, it was the and lines. That that's the trenches. Yeah, that what Howie Roseman did. You know, one of the unsung stats of Super Bowl 52 was when Bill Belichick's defense gave up 164 yards on the ground to the Eagles. Okay? Now, that wasn't a quarterback running around like Jalen Hurts. Okay, that was LeGarrette Blunt and Jay Ajayi and Corey Clement and an offensive line who, by the way, did not have Jason Peters because he had gotten hurt that year, who dominated them in the trenches. So you look at their offensive line this year, dynamite. Their defensive line, they still have Brandon Graham. They still have uh, Fletcher Cox. They went out and got Jordan Davis uh, in the draft. That is a, a J- Javon Hargrave. That, they are deep in the trenches, okay? And that's why they are – playing very, very balanced football. Uh, and I love teams who go out in free agency and the offseason and don't make a lot of moves, Gabe. You know why? Because they don't need to. So what did Philly do? They wound up getting James Bradbury from the Giants, who the Giants just let go because the salary cap reasons. They traded for A.J. Brown, and they brought in a sack artist named Hassan Reddick, who really came into his own the last two years with Arizona and Carolina and this was a team that only had 29 sacks last year, and, and he's already made a difference as well. So, you know, I think it's time Howie Roseman got a little credit for what he's done. Uh, again, another unsung thing about the Eagles that you, maybe you don't even think of. They've been to the playoffs for the last five years, and they've done it with two different head coaches and numerous quarterbacks. Russ Baxter joining us. Russ, what did you think of Harbaugh's decision last week against Buffalo to go for it uh, on fourth and goal instead of taking the uh, the three points? And it sort of goes into this weekend's game, actually. So first things first. Actually, let me ask you about that. What did you think about uh, Harbaugh's decision? Like, in my, my opinion, 
I thought it was insane. Like, are we at the point where, you know, analytics this, analytics that, that you don't take the go-ahead field goal with a couple of minutes left of a football game, Russ? I don't care. I saw this. They said, oh, 73% chance of winning if you, you know, you go for it and 69% chance. Not to mention the Bills are like 0-8 in one possession games. What was your take on the decision? Well, I would like to know who this person is. Analytics? Who is she, by the way? <laughs> Is she, is she related to Anonymous? I'm just curious, okay? But think about it, Gabe. Last year, we saw Harbaugh go for two points against Pittsburgh, and it blew up in his face. We saw him go up for two points against Green Bay, and it blew up in his face. We saw him go get up for two points against the Rams, and it blew up in his face. And I think a lot of this has to do with the fact that last year, they couldn't stop anybody through the air because of their various injuries. The Ravens, of all teams, you think about their defensive pedigree, they were dead last in the league last year in pass defense. It wasn't all their fault. Mm-hmm. So remember what they did this offseason? They got Marcus Williams for the Saints. They drafted Kyle Hamilton. Uh, Marcus Peters is back. Guess who's ranked dead last in the league in pass defense this year, Gabe, in four, in four weeks? The Baltimore Ravens. They have absolutely no faith in their defense. And why should they? What have we seen in their last two home games? They blew a big fourth-quarter lead to the Dolphins and lost. They blew a 20-3 to lead to the Bills and lost. Two 17-point leads by a John Harbaugh team. That should tell you something about maybe he is relying on that person named Ann Alytics. Russ Pax, I like that. I'm going to have to steal that in the future. <laughs> and and analytics. Um, you talked about the Rams, and you know we, we see they're having a big-time problem protecting Matt Stafford right now. Yeah. I think they miss OBJ. Uh, Stafford's locked into Cooper Cup too much. There's just a lot of things wrong with that football team. Whitworth not there anymore, obviously, is having a massive impact. Joe Burrow had the appendectomy surgery, didn't get a chance to to not only not play in the preseason, but he missed training camp. And when he got back, it was more about getting him into game shape after losing all the weight and getting him on a diet and putting the weight back on to get ready for the season. We saw in the first couple of games that offensive line that was supposed to be improved from last year was actually worse, but starting to come together a little bit uh, right now, and the worlds are colliding. Are these two teams going in different directions? And can't believe to say, uh, Russ, that you know the Ravens have lost five straight home games now dating back to last year, both home games this year. You talked about the woes in the Ravens secondary, and I don't need to tell you that Joe Burrow absolutely murdered them last year through the air. Um, 941 yards. Seven touchdowns, one interception. Uh, the Bengals beat the Ravens last year, 82 to 38. They scored 41 points in each one of those games. There, there are members of the Ravens that are still trying to chase down Jamar Chase, and it was it was humbling and it was embarrassing. And remember, a lot, a lot of injuries for the Ravens last year. They remember they were eight and three at one point and lost their last six games and slipped completely at the playoffs, and by the way, all the way to last place in the AFC North. So I just find it interesting in this day and age where we know where we have analytics and we know so much about football that we just automatically think that this quarterback guy is going to rescue your team, okay? So we may, I'll give you a perfect example of what we're going to see tonight or what we have seen so far from two teams that made big trades for veteran quarterbacks this year, Gabe the Denver Broncos and the Indianapolis Colts. Denver gave up a lot to get Russell Wilson. The Colts didn't give up a lot to get Matt Ryan, right? Russ Baxter kicking it with us. Russ, so let me ask you, who do you like? Uh, we'll pick up the pace. We've got a couple of minutes left. I want to get your thoughts on a couple of games here. Bengals, Ravens, does the Ravens' home losing streak continue? Does Joe Burrow car- carve them up again? You like the Bengals in this game? Well, I, I think they'll be able to protect Joe Burrow. Now, it might not look early on because Baltimore has had this thing about getting out to big leads uh, for the most part and not necessarily cementing them away. So, you know, even when Baltimore was really, really good, they had trouble with Andy Dalton and the Bengals in general and so on. You go back and look at the history of the series and so on. So it's hard not to like the Bengals who, you know, kind of settled down the last couple of weeks. You mentioned the offensive. They gave up 13 sacks in their first two games. Um, I think they've given up like two or three combined in the last two. So um, they're not, they're undaunted going into Baltimore. We saw it last year. In fact, that might have been the key thing that really jet 
started their year last year. They went into Baltimore against a good Ravens team at the time and beat them 41-17 and made it look easy. Russ, we are on in Los Angeles as well as uh, Dallas. And how about them Cowboys? What are your thoughts on Cooper Rush and what he's done 4-0 and as a starter for the Cowboys? Uh, you know, unbelievable. Um, and, you know, this team doing it with defense, great defensive line. It just seems like it's a good matchup for the Cowboys. That you know, How are the Rams going to solve all these offensive line problems suddenly overnight with Dallas coming to town? Well, you know, I look at the Cowboys, and it is with defense. Even the game they lost this year, Gabe, they lost 19-3 to at home to Tampa Bay when Prescott was in there. They only gave up one touchdown in that game. Okay, they gave up four field goals and one touchdown. So their defense has been solid all year. You know, be it Demarcus Lawrence, be it Micah Parsons, the secondary, I think, has played played better. Um, Trayvon Diggs, I think, is better than he was last year. He had all those picks last year, but he also gave up a lot of big plays. We're not necessarily seeing this. Here's the number that ought to scare you if you're the Rams, the number seven, okay? In the loss to Buffalo, Matthew Stafford was sacked seven times. In the loss to the 49ers Monday night, Matthew Stafford was sacked seven times. Now, why is that number significant? In the four playoff games the Rams played last year, when they won the Super Bowl, Matthew Stafford was sacked seven times. Russ Baxter kicking it with us. I'm taking the Cowboys plus the points. <laughs> I'm telling you right now, I'll be on the Cowboys uh, plus the points in this game. And finally, in closing, uh, Russ, I know you did a Patriots uh, report and a Patriots hit earlier in the day. Is it, is it going to be Bailey Zappi? What, what are your thoughts? What are you hearing as far as this game? And say what you will about the Detroit Lions, man, but they're not boring, and they're not having a hard time scoring. Unbelievable, Russ. Most points combined in their games in the first four games in NFL history. You know, good news, you guys average 35 points a game. Bad news, you're giving up 35.3 points per game. I think we're in store for another track meet this week in Foxborough. I think so, too. And regardless of it's Hoyer or Zappi, um, they should be able to score points against the Lions. And that could also include a pick six by the Patriots. As I was stating earlier today, um, you know, you don't see Aaron Rodgers get picked off much. You, you really don't see Aaron Rodgers get a pick six at his expense. And that happened last week. Uh, Jones, funny, Jones and Zappi were two fourth-round draft choices by the Patriots in April. And both of them contributed big last. I was impressed with New England in the loss last week. To Green Bay. That was, I mean, that was almost like a playoff type game where it really came down to overtime. And it's funny you say that, Russ. We had we had the great Bob Ryan on earlier in the week. Um, ESPN's Bob Ryan, Boston Globe columnist, and he yeah. said, you know, Gabe, considering it was a loss, the fan base actually was pretty happy with the way that they played. And it, you know, and he said, I was actually surprised, you know, because I asked them all, if, you know, is there negativity or people upset with the record? And he said, no. He said, actually, people understand they're rebuilding and they actually like the way that they played uh, last week. But we got to get out of here, Russ. Time always flies when you're on. I know you're a busy man. I can't wait to do it again with you. Follow Russ uh, on uh, Twitter, uh, BaxFootballGuru, uh, ProFootballGuru.com as well. You're the best, Russ. Always a pleasure, my man. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. The sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. 
the crack of the bat on a home run, the slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love, all at once. Starting at $40 a month, experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Like that anger match, but class, there's a lot of anger in the air. I'm not even a Denver Bronco fan, and I'm disgusted. I swear to God, you know what? I'm so disgusted. What's their number, actually? I'm thinking maybe we should call the Denver Broncos right now. Do they have a number? I, I think they must, right? <laughs> I haven't done this since we sent the angry letter to the Atlanta Braves years ago about Bob Wickman. We told you that story. Like, seriously, like, let's just make it up, too. Let's just lie in the letter. Um, long-time Denver Broncos season ticket holder and disgusted. Will never come back and set foot, let alone, never set foot in your parking lot, let alone the stadium ever again, as long as you have this clown. Nate Hackett is your coach. I think okay, let's, um, let's, uh, let's, let's find, uh, let me see, Denver Broncos, Denver Broncos contact. <laughs> I got I got their ticket numbers uh seven two zero two five eight three 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 three. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe we shouldn't be given a number on the air, but it's not private at least. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's it's not 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 private. Yeah, well if anything, we should call you yeah, you're right right now and say, you know, listen, we, we want to return our season tickets. The premium seats. How much are these costs? Like four hundred thousand dollars for what? Not as long as my money is going to Nate Hackett to pay his salary. I told you guys this last week. I said, if you're down on your luck in life, things aren't going well for you. Recently divorced, feeling depressed, business is not going as well as you would hope. You think, man, nothing, you know, I'm just screwed. I'm going to be screwed for the rest of my life. No, just, just remember, Nate Hackett somehow is a head coach in the National Football League. If Nate Hackett, could be the head coach of the national uh, of a National Football League team. It's possible that you will hook up with Giselle now that she's on the market. Dare to dream. Well, I think Zach, uh, I think Zach, I love Cougar Wilson is uh, in on that. <laughs> Poor Zach's like, who, me? I didn't say anything. This is Sports Rage. Bring it. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Luxury is meant to be livable. Discover the new leather collection at Ashley with premium quality leather sofas, recliners, and more, all built to last. No matter how many spills, scuffs, or pet-related mishaps come its way, the leather collection at Ashley is made with the durability you need for the whole family. Shop the new leather collection at Ashley and find chairs starting at $499.99 and sofas at $599.99. Ashley, for the love of home.